Welcome in. You are listening to the Penalty Spot Podcast, part five of five, the final and the semifinal of the World Cup preview prediction podcast show extravaganza. Oh, boy. We have gotten from 32 teams down to four, and we will pick our champion in this episode. If you have not listened to the previous episodes, take a listen to parts one through four. Part one, we do groups A through D. Part two, we do groups E through H. Part three, we do the round of 16. And part four is the quarterfinals. And we are now on to the semifinals and the final. We both have picked the same two matchups in the semifinals. We have France and Brazil, and we also have Spain and Germany. Jared, I'm going to let you pick as to which matchup we discuss first. Let's go Spain and Germany. I already knew you were doing it. That's where my notes are at. Oh, look at that. So Spain and Germany, they have a history. In the 2010 World Cup. Like Ross and Rachel. Not quite. No. No, No, not quite. No. Because that lingered on for 10 seasons. So um, (laughs) this, this matchup is something, you know, they've played twice since that matchup in the World Cup in friendlies. Um, One win for Germany and one draw. But it's that loss in the 2010 World Cup, a 1-0 loss to Spain that knocked him out. Do you think the Germans will get revenge on the Spanish national team? My prediction, it goes all the way back, all the way back to episode one. And the player of Group B to look out for, you picked it, David De Gea. David De Gea is going to be the reason that Spain go through to the World Cup final. Look at us. Just, you know, we're going full circle. Part one to part five. We all bring in our our great points here of each other. Right. David De Gea is the reason that Germany does not get to defend their title, according to you. Yeah, I think think it's going to be such a close matchup. I think Spain get a goal, and I think David De Gea... Just has an incredible game. Some some goalkeeping heroics from the Spaniard uh, to deny Germany uh, a place in the final. And Spain, who I would say is one of the favorites, but probably towards the bottom of the favorites, I think they surprise some people and they, they, they make the final. What are your thoughts? I like your pick, and I like your reason, of course, because it came from me. Um... You know, they, they, Germany is trying to get revenge. Germany is, they're the world champions right now, but they want revenge on the Spanish team after they were knocked out in 2010. Right. Um, Because they felt, felt it's not as bad now because they, since then, they've won a World Cup. Yeah. But it felt like it could have been their year. Yeah. And it now more feels like Spain is trying to reestablish themselves on this stage. While Germany is like the top dog, Spain Um, does it. Spain gets through to the final. We both have, Spain going to the final. I'm interested to see if we have the same final matchup because um, we actually haven't discussed it so that we can be surprised by it on air. And I'm so, very surprised. I thought I was going to surprise you with Spain, Germany, picking Spain. So I'm actually... Which means we're both on the same page for the final and we have the same exact final. 
Yeah, uh, probably. So, but probably not. Who knows? You pick David De Gea as the guy to watch in this semifinal. I'm honestly, you know, thinking about my prediction and trying to figure out where it's going to go wrong for Germany. I don't know that it does go wrong. I think it might actually just end up going right. Their midfield is not on par with Germany's, but it's pretty much as close as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is they have they have the experience. They, they have players that have won the World Cup and the Euros. Mm-hmm. They have the experience. Um, I think that. Yeah, Germany's defense is a little bit different right now. They've they've seen yeah. younger a younger defense. Think um, about their their World Cup winning defense included uh, on the roster. It had Per Mertesacker, it had Mustafi, it had Philip Lom. He was a little bit more prominent than the other two, but it's a different look. So right. it may be a, a whole different feel um, with that team. Just four years later, Spain go through. Let's move on. To Brazil, France, there is history even more here. Um, remember, the World Cup final in 2002 was France and Brazil. The French national team took that three goals to nil. Right, and this was the what the infamous one, right? Do we? Have, I believe is that the one we were talking about recently about how it was rigged for them to face. Uh, yeah, the, um, it was rigged for these teams to be able to uh, face each other in the final. Not um, so much this time. No. but So we have a semifinal here. The last time they faced in a World Cup was 2006, where um, France got a 1-0 win over Brazil. So a little revenge there, but you know it's now 12 years later. Who takes it this time? I'm going... With the South Americans, I have Brazil facing Spain in the final. Now, I admit this is not the most exciting, um, historic matchup. Not because these teams don't have the history, but a France-Brazil final has happened before. It's interesting to see teams that have gone at it in different generations go at it now. Um, we don't have an all-European matchup in either France-Spain or France-Germany. But I have Brazil and Spain. Now tell me, did we pick it the same? We did. There we go. I picked Brazil. I picked France first, and then I stopped, and I thought about it for maybe five minutes. Then I went with Brazil. I think I, I would be very interested. I think the two finals that I would rather see would be Brazil, Germany, or France, Spain. But my heart was just leaning towards... Um, Brazil, Spain, and what about what about the rematch of the 2014 semifinal? Brazil, Germany, Brazil trying to get um, some revenge there. That would be an exciting. So, out of the four potential matchups we have, we both picked probably the least exciting. Right, but we've also seen so this would be a rematch of the uh, the the final of the um, what is it called? Confederation, the Confederation Cup. Cup. This what uh, 2013, right? Yeah, right before the the World Cup in Brazil, where Brazil won, and it looked like that was sort of the changing of the guard, and that Brazil was destined to win the World Cup on home soil, uh, and they didn't. Um, this, I think, is a rejuvenated Brazil team, a even stronger Brazil team, because there was weaknesses in that Brazil side last time we saw them. I think they've gotten better. I think. Um, 
I think they have more reliable players than France does, where we've seen you know Griezmann struggle in, in the final. Uh, Giroud is an excellent player, but you know I don't necessarily know if he's world. Cl- I wouldn't say he's world class. He's better for country than he's for club. But you look at um, you look at Brazil. I just trust those players more. Casemiro's won the Champions League uh, three times in a row. Uh, Ferdinandinho just won uh, the Premier League with Manchester City in one of the most impressive seasons ever. Uh, we have William Firmino went to the Champions League final. William's a, a Premier League winner. Uh, you know, uh, Neymar has won league titles, Champions League titles all over the world, like all over Europe. So I think where where you compare that to a team you know like Paul Pogba I don't know how good he's going to be throughout I don't know how how much he uh is going to do that will ensure them to make the final so I I I think Brazil just seems like the better option I just look at that team and I like I just feel stronger about that they're both you look at both these teams they're both incredibly stacked but I think in terms of reliability Brazil trumps France and uh, it sends them to the final against Spain. So we both have the final set up for Brazil-Spain. These two teams, like you mentioned, they have not... They, they played in the Confederations Cup in 2013. They have not faced each other since, even in a friendly. Um, they have played each other nine times in either... They've played in the World Cup... Five times they've played three friendlies and then that Confederations Cup. Brazil has won five times. Spain has won twice and they've drawn twice. Spain has something to prove here. Now, their first matchup in World Cup took place in the second World Cup. In 1934, Spain and Brazil. Spain won 3-1. The next time they played was in 1950 in the World Cup. Brazil won 6-1. Then, not again until 62, World Cup again, Brazil wins 2-1. Then, another 16 years later, in 1978, they play to a nil-nil draw in the World Cup. And then the last time they met in the World Cup was in 1986, where Brazil wins it 1-0. Spain won against them in the World Cup one time out of four. Brazil won three. They also had a draw. And that win was in 1934. They have something to prove here. And I'm not sure if they're going to do it or not. These two teams, Brazil have the defensive quality in midfield of Fernandinho and Casemiro, like I've mentioned in um, the earlier parts of this series. They have Neymar. They have... Thiago Silva as a defender who is experienced and he's a leader, even if he's not their captain, um, with the captaincy being given to Brazil or to uh, Neymar. Brazil is the captain of Brazil, if you didn't know. Um, so they they have leadership quality. Gabriel Jesus, Roberto Firmino. Those two, the fact that they have to choose from those two in a final is massive. One starts. Maybe they need. Maybe the one that starts plays perfect football, scores a goal, puts his team in the lead, and they don't need the other. Mm. But if they need the other, they're in a better situation than Spain. Yes, and it goes back to all the way to what you said in the 
in the first uh, pod about them not bringing Alvaro Morata. Yeah. They don't have that sort of... I mean, they have backups, but they don't have that backup striker that plays. Not as prominent of a backup. Right, exactly. So they don't, And he's he's been great off the bench uh, in his career. So like him not being there is huge. Um, I look at it um, a little differently. I don't really see this as Spain having uh, something to prove, especially particularly against Brazil. I think this is more about... Them proving like okay, like yeah, we like we're we're coming back, we're back. Like this is Spain again. Like the Spain that you saw, that was one of the best teams in uh, history uh, back in tw- like you know two thousand eight and uh, yeah, from two thousand eight to two thousand twelve when they got right three, three international trophies. Yeah, um, I think this team wants to prove that they can do that again. Um, and I think it goes down. So I think it's in between. We talked about against France how Brazil had this sort of um, a bunch of players who have won league titles and Champions League titles. They that'll help them in this scenario. They are going against what makes it what will make it hard is they're going against Spain, who they have players who have won World Cup titles, which Spain or which Brazil lacks, but. That being said, I think this Brazil team is ready. I think it is their time, um, and I think, I think, they are going to uh, come out on top. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be cagey affair in the beginning. I don't think by any means Brazil is going to walk away with it. Um, they could towards the end, but I think this is going. I think Spain is an experienced team. You're not going to. It's going to be hard to to really um, throttle them, but I think Brazil. Um, has the better better quality, um, and you know I think it also comes down to the. But they do have some young players. It comes down to how they play. But I think Brazil will uh, have what it takes, and I think they're going to beat Spain. And you know I think Spain has would this if they make it to the final, it's a great run for them. I think it's better than really most would expect. So um, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with them going out here. Um, but yeah, I think Brazil is the team that, that lifts the, uh, the cup in 2018, 2018 world cup champions, according to Jared Raymond, Brazil. So, uh, I'm looking at the history of the world cups. Brazil have won five and they have come second twice. The time, the times they failed to win the world cup, 1950 and 1998. So it's and they they won most recently in two thousand two. Spain have made the final one time and they won it on that Andres Iniesta goal in the one hundred and sixteenth minute against the Netherlands to lift their first ever trophy, um, and just because Spain currently has players that were on that twenty ten team doesn't mean that they are more ready to win. Does not mean that they are more ready for the pressure. I think that all of the pressure in this is on Brazil. Because if Spain wins, they win two World Cups out of three. If Brazil wins, they win their first since 2002. Um, And they become... They keep their spot as the team to win the most World Cups, and it would be six which would be then two more than any other team. If Spain win, they get their second, and they would tie Argentina and Uruguay 
um, for the fourth most um, on the all-time list. Yeah, pressure pressure is definitely on them the most because also I mean last year our last World Cup it was in Brazil. They kind of, after they won the Confederation Cup against Spain, it was sort of you know this was their this was their time, and it didn't happen. Obviously Neymar got injured. Don't think they would have won with Neymar anyway. Um, but you know we'll never know. Now is again Neymar's. You know how how many more World Cups is Neymar going to have where he's one of the top players in the world? Uh, who knows? So I think the pressure, yeah, like you said, is is very much on Brazil here. So who are you going with? Let's be clear that Neymar is only twenty six, so he's at least got this one and at least the next one as long as he's healthy. At thirty four. I'd argue that Neymar can still will still well, be able yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, well. but I'm saying if they lose this one, yeah. then, then he, it's like oh, he then th- if yeah. So if Brazil lose this, then he's he would have lost the World Cup final at the same age that Lionel Messi did at 26, and now at 30, Messi still this is his right. It seems like it's going to be his last chance. Yeah, so yeah, I don't want to say time's running out on Neymar, but if he doesn't win this one, the next one then, will be saying. Yeah, if he doesn't win this one, then we're talking about Neymar the same that we've talked about Messi in, right. the, in these pods. I, I still can't believe Messi was 26. So with that, you've picked Brazil. I've picked Brazil. I like when we go against each other. I like our Duke-UNC rivalry. I know what you're doing. And we're not doing it. Yeah, we I, both yeah. picked Brazil. Yeah, I knew you were... Brazil are the best team from this tournament. I think they have the flair. They have exciting players, but also players that are willing... Players from Brazil are willing to fight and put themselves on the line for their country. I don't think that Spain lacks that. I think that, like we talked about how Brazil has the history of winning that they need to retain. And in the matchup we were talking about it where Belgium is trying to create it. Spain is trying to continue to get to the level of a team like Brazil. Brazil has too much behind them. There's too many factors that will go well for Brazil and they will be the 2018 World Cup champions. So we went from seven of eight teams in our quarterfinal being the same. Well, we went from two of our matchups in the round of 16 being the same. To the same World Cup final and the same World Cup winner. Yeah. Now, um, I guess what's really left to do now is to figure out who who you think the player of the tournament's going to be. Um, obviously, we both have Brazil winning. Does that make Neymar your player of the tournament? It would be tough to not do that. Right, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball. Okay, Felipe Coutinho will be the player of the tournament, of the tournament. in Russia. Wow. Okay. Uh, see, like I I have Neymar. Um, I just think this is it. This is sort of gonna kind of like we said with Messi, even though Messi didn't win it. You know, Neymar's twenty six. This is, I think, he has two really good shots at it. And I think, uh, but I mean, you could say he had it would be a third if you count the last one. I think, yeah, I think just now's the time. I think um, if they're going to do good, I think he's got to be their star. Um, 
I'm interested to see uh, the influence that Coutinho has. I was also trying to figure out who I thought the Golden Boot winner would be. And for, I don't know, I was, I was thinking maybe if it's Gabriel Jesus, if not, maybe Roberto Firmino comes in and, and takes over that role and scores. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised in one bit if he, if he scores the most goals. But no, I think Neymar will be uh, the player of the tournament. Do you have a Golden Glove winner? It's a tough one to pick. Golden Glove is tough to pick. Um, right, because it's not always down to just the keeper. Yeah, I it, think there's I th- a lot of factors. I, yeah, I think what goes what what's often overlooked is how in uh, important the the defense is, and even sometimes the midfield um, is in 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 the Golden Glove and and clean sheets. But I mean, I think yeah, and even the just the team style of play. Right. Yeah. I mean, I but I'm gonna go with my safe option. I think David de Gea, who's playing in the final, um, I think he will. He will be the, the, the Golden Glove winner, but I mean, it can go either way, like you said. So, Golden Glove, you go De Gea, player of the tournament. We go with Neymar. Golden Glove, Brazil is a tough team because, to be honest with you, I they have they have two keepers that could be getting the job done for them in this tournament. Um, they have Allison and they have Ederson. Hmm. So I I mean I think Ederson will be the one. He that that's where I'm leaning. I'm gonna say Ederson Golden Glove. Okay. Yeah, I'm, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. Do you have an idea with who you think could win gold, Golden Boot? Golden or? Boot most most goals scored of the tournament, right? Yeah, Olivier Giroud. <sighs> the meaty French, <laughs> meaty French forehead. Um, I think it's just because of the. Uh, the obvious fact that they will get to play more games, um, it's going to come from one of our four semifinalists of France, Brazil, yeah. Spain, or Germany. Yeah, I could see it being Griezmann, you know, but, like, I don't know. It's, I think it's vital also because we don't know. See, I picked Firmino, which, but it's also tough because I also picked Gabriel Jesus to be, to be the player of, the, yeah, of so, that group. So, it, yeah, it all depends on who plays. So you go, like, you're picking Firmino? I'm going to go Firmino, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Someone who is going to break on... He's broken onto the scene already in a club competition. And he's going to be a big part of France's team. A young player. He's going to be the young player of the tournament as well. Kylian Mbappe. Ooh, I like that. That's fun. That's, a, that's exciting. Um, I don't even know how much he'll play. But who knows? I like the Well, that. damn, we're going to find out, aren't we? All right. So just so you know, you heard it here first... Brazil are your World Cup champions. You don't even need to watch. And kicks off tomorrow, but what's the point of tuning in? That is true. It kicks well, yeah. From when you hear this, kicks <laughs> off tomorrow. From right now, it definitely kicks off in like two weeks, but but yeah, it kicks off tomorrow. Also, Kylian Mbappe, Roberto Firmino, they're gonna score a lot of goals, according to us, we think. And both of them pick up injuries before the tournament and yeah. don't don't even make it. Yeah, and Premier League, we're a big Premier League uh, podcast. The two, t- the top two uh, goalkeepers uh, in the Premier League. This Both season. play in the same city. Both play in the same city. The Manchester boys, Manchester men, they are going to be the top goalkeepers of this tournament. But thank you so much for going along this little ride with us. This is our pleasure to to do this, this is the first little series that we've done. I think we're gonna 
do more because I think this was fun sort of just sit down yeah, and, and I, discuss I it. I definitely right. enjoyed it. And if you didn't listen to all five parts and are only hearing this, we hate you. That's, well, that's not true. That's definitely not true. No. That's, but thank you so much for listening in. Uh, you know, we are at the penalty spot. You know, follow us on Twitter at, at penalty spot pod. Check out our Facebook page as well. Um, but we still want to hear from you. If you want to please leave us a review, rate, review our podcast on iTunes. It helps people see our podcast. Um, you know, helps people listen in. Uh, we'd love to build our following a little bit more. But we also want to hear from you and sort of know who you think is going to win the World Cup. We both say Brazil, um, but it's by no means decided already. So if you leave a review with and tell us who you think is going to win the World Cup, we could feature it on uh, one of our next episodes as we cover the World Cup, um, and we're going to hopefully get a bunch of episodes in recapping group stage, round of 16, um, you know, quarterfinal, semifinal, final, you know, maybe even compared to what we thought or what you thought. But Yeah, we're definitely going to take our predictions here and use them um, as the tournament goes on and see uh, whether or not one of us is going to be right. And we're going to do a little bit of a, a bet on it. So we're going to say the since our, you know, our later picks are all the same, we can't bet on those. But how about we uh, we say the man with the uh, the the most teams in the round is 16. Okay. Um, they will win, and the loser will have to sport the the other brother's opposing team jersey in public. In public, so a public shaming. I do not want to wear a Chelsea jersey in public, and I know that you don't want to wear an Arsenal jersey in public. Yeah, especially because I'll probably give you like uh, the granite Shaka jersey, and I know you're kind of on the fence about them. Yeah, at well, club level. Oh, well, I'm going to give you the Diego Costa jersey. Oh, that's going to be painful. Probably. Or yeah, we'll say. Um, that is it for our World Cup preview special series prediction extravaganza montage episode. I think you mixed up a couple of those Absolutely. titles. But thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, we are the penalty spot. And uh, you know now we're recovering the World Cup, too. So thank you for listening, and cheers. <laughs>